Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your book today at lancebychance.com or on Amazon. Listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and today's guest is Dante Smiley, a professional wrestler from Dallas, Texas. How you doing, Dante? I'm I'm doing well, brother. Just finished up a workout. Got to maintain my hardest worker in the room status. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Well, it's good to talk to you. It's been a little while since uh, you and I've spoke. I have heard you on a couple podcasts. How's everything going with you? Everything's been great, man. Uh, just a lot of stuff going on. Just been real busy. Have a have a lot of beautiful things popping off in wrestling. So just try to keep my eyes forward and keep it moving. You know, for the fans that uh, may not be familiar with your career, uh, just give us a you know a, a brief uh, summary of how many years you've been in the business, where you've been working, and what what's been going on with you. Yeah, so um, I've been in the business for seven years now. I uh, started back in uh, 2014. Uh, my trainer is a guy named Anthony Black Little Tony. He's a second-generation wrestler from out here and also trained under a guy named uh, Luke Gotti Starrett, who runs a big school out here and also, uh, you know, is a wrestler around the area from Cleveland, Ohio. He's done great with everything that he has going. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, since the last time we talked, obviously, it was right after I was on AEW Dark a couple times from facing the, the Lucha Bros and then also – the best friends back then. And then, I mean, more than anything recently, I just became the uh, OIWA International Heavyweight Champion. And what the OIWA is, it's an overall kind of overseas organization that has nine promotions up under it where, uh, you know, they have wrestlers that travel to all those promotions, kind of like the NWA of the old days type deal. And this past Saturday, I actually signed, uh, became the first, signed athlete on the roster right before my title defense against a guy named Damian Daystar. So I'm the first one that they signed to an actual independent contract. So that's awesome because this is my first contract of any sign. And uh, so just try to maintain, do my part, uh, put the company over, get myself over, and stay getting out there until till these majors come calling. You know, talk a little bit about the promotion and the uh... – you said there's like nine independent promotions underneath this organization. So talk to me a little bit about the cities that, you know, some of the cities that these right. promotions are in and what kind of traveling are you doing? Yeah, so we have some, obviously, sword championship wrestling in Dallas is under that with Denise Jones run. And then we have uh, two out in Arkansas. We There's one in uh, Canada. There's one in the U.K. There's one in the Australia. We have one out in Memphis, Tennessee, and then uh, there's some out in the uh, the Carolinas area, and then there's actually possibly more from what I've kind of heard through the grapevine from uh, from Bobby that will be affiliating with the OIWA here soon. But I know he's wanted to run a nice tight business and have the right promotions uh, that are associated with the organization. Uh, so it's just going to be a growing process, man. I mean, I'm excited. I'm blessed. I'm super grateful to be their first, uh, you know, contracted athlete. And I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to do my part and put him over completely and, and, and be the man and be the face that runs the place, so to speak. <laughs> right, absolutely. Yeah, definitely great attitude. You know, what I think is really neat about that is not only are you going to different states, but there's a possibility of going to 
Canada, the United Kingdom, you know, different countries. And, you know, right. what comes along that is different styles, different uh, right. you know, ways of doing things. And, you know, just a, a, a great possibility to just learn more about the, the business and the, and the craft, right? Right, 100%. That's exactly what you look for in that kind of stuff. That's a beautiful thing about traveling is that you go to these different places and they have a completely different style than we have in here in Texas. You know, we're out in Memphis this last weekend and those wrestlers have a different style than we have here in Texas. And I've already been to Arkansas a couple times and those guys out there have a different style than we have here in Texas. You know what I mean? For the most part, as far as the promotion and whole, when it, when it comes to wrestling, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm more of a very, very hybrid style. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's not, not too many styles that I haven't done at this point due to all the traveling that I've done within my career. And so it's always fun getting to go to these other places and kind of bring some different stuff out every now and then. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. You know, I, I'm a fan of the territory system only because, I mean, that's what, what, what I was watching when I, was growing up and and I first fell in love with wrestling and I've always right. believed that you know um you know some people fall under the belief that you know you can't have the territory system because there is no TV but you know it it kind of seems like the the independent circuit has kind of made you know carved out their own territory scene so to speak don't, don't you think yeah, well, 100%. And, and, and today, I, I get that there's no quote-unquote TV, but our TV, this is 2021. This isn't 1980, 1970, anything. You know what I mean? So our TV now is is fight TV, is apps on the Roku or the Fire Stick, in which the OIWA has, is live streaming on, on uh, Twitch or live streaming on Facebook or whatever it may be because you can sell these pay-per-views. So, Everybody's still getting to watch it from all over. So that is kind of the TV now, you know what I mean? I get it. It's not in the traditional sense of a television screen anymore, you know, outside of the majors. But in the indies now, there's more getting seen. And that's why wrestling is blowing up again is because people will still be able to watch wherever they're at from their phone, from their computer, from their TVs that have Internet and can download the Fight app or Roku app or Fire Stick app and whatever it may be. It's It's just a transitional time. That's all it is. It's the same exact thing which is being easily accessible to everybody, anybody across the world, which is exactly what that still is. It's evolving. Right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's good. That's good. It's good to to hear hear that, and it's good to uh, see that, you know, you've got a lot of really good things going on. You know, you and I have also talked about uh, – you know, what you were doing before you, you know, what you were seriously, what your, I guess your passion was for, uh, before you got into wrestling. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that and what that was? Oh yeah. So but before I was a wrestler, I was actually a, uh, a musician and, uh, like I was a rapper and I try, I mean, I was blessed with a lot of opportunity and very grateful for the time that I had, um, and spent in the music business in that realm, uh, because it was just a rite of passage, so to speak, to get me where I'm at today. Um, I've done tours, so I've been on many stages in front of big crowds. I don't know if you've heard of a festival called South by Southwest that's here in Texas, but, uh, it's in Austin, Texas, but it's literally the, the biggest music festival, so to speak, uh, here in Texas that comes through out in Austin every single year that hundreds of artists come to, thousands of them, thousands of fans come to. 
and I've been an official artist for that, you know, three or four years in a row. I've opened up for some some major rappers back then when I was still doing it, like Waka Flocka, Travis Scott, Casey Veggie, the a guy named De Niro, Farrar, Coach the Deals. And uh, so I had a lot of opportunity. Machine Gun Kelly before also, and, it, you know, so it's been real cool. It was, it was all a stepping stone to get me here because wrestling has always been my passion. But I fell in love with music when I didn't know how to get into wrestling, really, as I was growing up. And uh, so it prepped me for the stages and to be in front of people and to know how to handle a microphone and talk and all that kind of stuff, man. It was a, it was a great time. It was what it was then. But I'm, I'm, I'm 100% exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, I find that interesting. I'm I am familiar with the uh, the South by Southwest uh, festival, and it's uh, absolutely a huge deal for a lot of bands. A lot of bands come there, and you know, big things happen. You know, because there's right. a lot of record companies coming down there looking to see the talent. There's a lot of right. people from all over the world. Who knows who you're going to meet, right? Right. And then that's exactly yeah. it. That's that's exactly the point of South by Southwest. You want those opportunities to be in front of those crowds like that because you never know who's going to be watching in any of those venues at any of those bars at that given time that you're performing. And next thing you know, you could be in L.A. getting ready to sign with Warner or getting to sign with Universal or with Def Jam or whoever it may be within, a, within an instant from being out there and the opportunities that are created with a place like that in a festival like that. And transitioning back to wrestling, you know, you talked about how uh what things are happening for you right now and and the uh the deal that you were just signed to. What about any big promotions? You know, or do you have anything cooking for uh twenty twenty one, you know, maybe uh another visit back in AEW or anything like that? Uh, we're kind of always in the talks just because we have alignments, and, you know, in all those areas, but nothing is officially uh, set in stone. So that's why we, you know, we got to feed ourselves right now and kind of make our own path as 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 we we go through the process, so to speak, and you know, start start making them ring them phone lines a little bit. So nothing official right now, but that doesn't stop the process. If they're not calling, we got to make them call. You know what I mean? So we're up in the ante with this OIWA signing and everything that we're about to have uh, going on with this because I got some big opponents coming up um, for Sormania, which I can't speak on right now because uh, it hasn't been released to the public yet. But Sormania here in Rich at the Richardson Civic Center here in Dallas, Texas on June 18th is is, is going to change a is going to change a lot for the OIWA and it's going to change a lot for me and some of the other people that are going to be on the card with the opponents that they'll be uh, facing on that day. Is that going to be available for pay per view? It, it it will be. I don't know exactly what they're going to stream it on quite yet. So we're going to luckily luckily for us, we get to do another one of these when it gets close to then. That way I can relay all that information. But uh, but yeah, it will be it will be streamed for people to be able to order if you know they're not in the area to be able to go to the show. Like I said, I don't know exactly what they're going to be able to order it on quite yet. Uh, because we're just I mean not quite there quite yet with that situation. But uh, but once we are, all that information will be released. There's a page on Facebook called the OIWA, which a lot of that stuff will be released. Or you can go to Sword Championship Wrestling on Facebook and keep an eye out for all that kind of information. Okay. Hey, Dante, go ahead and give me some information where fans can uh, find you on social media. Yes, sir. So everybody can reach me at Prime Time Living. P-R-I-M-E-T-I-M-E-L-I-V-I-N-G. 
pretty much on every single social media platform that I have, or, or if they just Google my name, Dante Smiley, everything will come up. They can search Dante Smiley on Facebook, and it'll come up. Once again, they can search OIWA online, and everything about that organization will come up for if any promoters out there hear this podcast and think, you know, an affiliation with something like that. Uh, it's something that they want to do because there is different packages and stuff from what I understand for them to be able to sign up with Bobby to be part of uh, the OIWA. Um, so that those are, those will be all the links right there. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. No problem, brother. I appreciate you. Oh, no problem. We appreciate you too. Well, that was Dante Smiley, and this is the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest today is professional wrestler Bam Bam Malone from Dallas, Texas. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. How about you? I'm doing good. Good to have you on the show. You know, I've been uh, uh, hearing your name around. Uh, some uh, I've been watching some videos of you as well, and I wanted to invite you on and talk to you. Uh, for the wrestling fans that may not be familiar with your work, give us a brief description of uh, your career and some of the places that where you've wrestled. Yeah, man. Uh, I had my very first stepped in, step foot in a wrestling ring in uh, uh, the summer of 2014. Uh, I had my very first match January of 2015. So, uh, you know, all in all, with training and everything, wrestling for about seven years. Um, I started off in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, uh, wrestling at places like the CWF, the Christian Wrestling Federation, uh, MPX in Bedford, Texas, uh, VIP in Dallas, just all around Dallas. And then uh, I started uh, branching out from there, uh, started tag teaming with uh, Jackson Stone, and we were uh, BB&J, Bam Bam and Jackson, that was our tag team name, BB&J, and uh, that's when things really kind of started picking up for me there and uh, started getting opportunities to travel to Louisiana, Mississippi, Tennessee, uh, Arkansas, Oklahoma, you know, just traveling around some of the, the southern states and actually, you know, getting to make some connections and, um, you know, just, just doing my best to, to get my name out there, man. What are some of the places that you're currently working with? I have been uh, working with SWE. That is my main focus right now. Uh, we have a lot of really good stuff going on at SWE. We come on Fight TV every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Central Time. Uh, you know, every Monday uh, at 7 p.m. we have a new episode uh, premiering on YouTube on the SWE Fury YouTube channel. Um, we have guys like Teddy Long uh, as our general manager. We have guys like Mark Henry, Boogeyman, uh, Charlie Haas. All these great names are involved, and uh, us younger talent, you know, we're able to learn so much from those guys. But um, you know, besides just SWE, uh, I'll be this Sunday, uh, Sunday the seventh, uh, March seventh. I'll be at Championship Wrestling Memphis, making my debut there. Um, but really, man, I mean, uh, I've wrestled at NPX a few times since COVID has hit, but uh, there's there's just not a whole lot going on right now, um, you know, besides the, the several places I just named. And then, of course, I am still wrestling at the Christian Wrestling Federation as well. Uh, it's a group of really great guys, and we're actually putting on a, 
putting out a really good product there. Um, we release weekly episodes on YouTube as well there. So uh, just trying trying to stay as busy as I can in these, you know, crazy, uncertain times. You know, going back to SWE, I've seen their product a few times, and uh, I like the fact that there is a bunch of new names and young wrestlers, but there's veteran people in there too. Is that their concept to bring in the veteran wrestlers to pass on some knowledge to the younger wrestlers? Yeah, man. I mean, I think they've done a really good job at um, balancing, you know, like you said, the the veterans and the new guys. You know, SWE has a little bit of everything, the, the past, the present, and the future. So, you know, I, I think we have a, a really good thing going there. And we've been able to run consistently through, you know, everything craziness that's happened, uh, you know, over over the past year, you know, we've been able to stay consistent and actually make leeway and, you know, gain following, you know, through COVID. And, and it just makes me wonder, you know, what would we be doing if COVID wasn't an issue, you know? But, yeah, like you said, I, I think, um, and like I even mentioned earlier, just having those names around like Charlie Haas, Teddy Long, uh, Mark Henry, it's just, it's endless amounts of learning that, um, you know, we're lucky enough to be around. Sure. And also, too, you, the, uh, I guess, the the level of respect or um, I guess maybe uh, you can also learn about maybe how how they do things or, you know, how how do you uh, interact with uh, some of the veteran wrestlers? How how's that go? I mean, I, I pull up a chair, I shut up, and I say, yes, sir. <laughs> you know, I mean – um, obviously those guys are in the position that they're in for a reason. You know, they, they've done what we all strive to do and that's make a living being a professional wrestler. So, you know, I, uh, I, I take what they tell me to heart, man. And I try to better myself and listen to what they say and not only just listen to what they say, but do what they say. Um, you know, uh, Rodney Mack has been a really big influence and, my career here lately and I'm lucky enough to have actually uh, worked with him at SWE and he's now our, our SWE television champ and um, you know just having guys like him to turn to in the locker room and ask for advice and pick their brain you know we have Kevin Sullivan on commentary and he Kevin sees all of our matches so uh, after every match I go up Mr. Sullivan how was my match and he'll actually sit there and you know go over everything with us so um you know, it's, it's it's a really, really cool opportunity. I'm super blessed. I think that would be a great opportunity for any any wrestler, right? It's no matter what age they are to to be in the the same room with Kevin Sullivan. You've got the grappler. You got James Beard. Uh, Tim Storm is there. You mentioned Rodney yeah. Mack. Chaz is there. I mean, my goodness, everybody there is great. I mean, there's so many to name you know like you said jazz tim storm james beard um it's you know the grappler it's it's insane and it's 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 really cool i i have to take a step back sometimes and uh you know realize that eight nine ten year old me would be freaking out at the talent in this locker room right now and i'm a part of the show like it's it's pretty cool man well, it's good to have you on. I wish you all the best, and I hope to be talking to you again. Yes, sir. Anytime. 
This has been the Wrestleville Podcast, where wrestling lives. Remember Lance Von Erich from World Class Championship Wrestling? Read all about his career in Portland, in Dallas, and overseas in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read passages by Dusty Wolf, David Manning, and Kevin Von Erich. 25 chapters in all. You'll be surprised by what you read. Get your book at lancebychance.com or on Amazon.